Welcome back to Weekly EP. My name is Cody Swanson. This is episode seven, and our guest today is Chill Outside Society from Statsburg, New York in the U.S. We cover the record, obviously, but also talk about what it's like to work on a farm and be able to record drums whenever you want. As always, we'll do a short intro, listen to the new record in full, and then hear how it all came together. First, here's a taste of that record. start off with a very simple question, and that is, what is your name? My name is Stephen James Mendonca. Okay, and what is the name of the music project that you made this EP under? Uh, the project is called Chill Outside Society. Nice. Is that a project that uh, you've made other material under, or was that created just for this, this record? Uh, I've been making a bunch of material for this. This is kind of like my solo weirdo side thing that I've been doing for forever. And I gave it a name a couple years ago. Um, it's actually a game that me and my friend Doobie used to play when we were like early 20s. And we used to get bored going to bars or going sitting at people's houses. So we used to just go chill outside somewhere. <laughs> and where did you record this record? I recorded it right here in my bedroom in Statsburg, New York, right on the Hudson River. And I have all my gear right here, drum sets right there, amps are over there, and I record it on my iPad on a little pro, like an eight-track program. Okay, cool, like a digital digital multi-track. Yeah, buddy. Nice. And that's why it sounds so lo-fi, because that's just the iPad mic. iPads are obviously getting pretty advanced, but it sounds pretty good. Yeah, for what it is... um. I think it gets the point across. That's all I'm really trying to do. Someone wants to put me in a studio and record it, I'm down. But I enjoy just busting out these tracks and, and having fun writing the songs, you know? Yeah, I like that. Like, if someone wants to put me in a studio, I wouldn't say no. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that would be fun too, but you know. I mean, but that's the magic of all this ridiculous technology, right? Is that you know, like you are able to do that, even if it doesn't sound like a professional studio. I mean, you can make a whole album with all these instruments and just do it in your bedroom and boom, just upload it straight to the internet from there. Yeah, man. I'm in my glory with that kind of stuff. I just get the ideas randomly. And because I live in the woods, I can play the drums and do the thing um, in the middle of the night if I feel like it. You know, no one's going to tell me. It's too loud or I don't have to go down to the uh, rehearsal studio and then take a train and become uninspired on the way there. I just get it done while I'm in the moment, you know? That, that's, that's, uh, that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really, really fun that way. And then you just get to bust out your ideas and because it's all right here, you listen back and you're like, oh, it'd be cool if I did this instead. And you can just tweak it right in the spot. 
Although I will say, I listen to my recordings and I'm like, I should have changed this. Or I would do this differently. That's the nature of recordings though, right? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so it's never really done. I mean, they're basically like demos. But I had a lot of fun doing it, man. I'll tell you, you forced me to uh, <laughs> to get it done because I've been working like a madman and I get out of work and be shot and I'd be like, nah, you have to play this game. Because it was a game to me. Why did why did you decide to, to do it, to do the game then? What was the, the point of doing the weekly EP for you? Um, Because I write songs all the time. And uh, I don't know, I, I really enjoy writing songs. So what can I get out of myself? And then it was just in a week's time. And uh, I don't know, I have a lot of fun doing that. So I call it a game. Would you say that the music on this record is uh, in line with the kind of stuff that you normally make? Yeah, I would say so. The only difference is Isaiah had obtained a piano right in the middle of that week. So I added a piano song, but uh, I've been dying for a keyboard or piano for a long time. So I just got lucky. Everyone used to have a piano. like That's why yep. there were old pianos in the houses all the time is because everyone just used to have one. I, I remember one in my house as a child, so I know exactly what you mean. Anywho, okay. <laughs> Last question of the, the intro questions, um, and this is the silly question that I ask for some reason leading into the record. So if unicorns were real, mm-hmm. what role do you think that they would have in society? Definitely fertilizer. <laughs> and... Um, I don't know, man. That's a tough one. I want to say, I, I I, mean, the first thing that comes to mind is like Dumbo, but I don't want cruelty to animals, so I don't want to say it. But horse manure is good fertilizer. And if it's unicorn horse manure, then that's like probably extra magical and you get like Jack and the Beanstalk type shit going on. So that's going to be my final answer, dude. <laughs> now, now we're through. Uh, with the the intro questions. So now we're going to move on to listening to the record. Yeah, sure. What is the name of the album, actually? I couldn't really decide, but uh, I think Lerpa 0202 sounds good to me. <laughs> but that's uh, just, that's April 2020 backwards. Okay, so this is <laughs> Lerpa 0202. Nailed it. By Chilled Outside Society. <laughs> Fun man, all another raider in his mouth. 
Gunda. <laughs> 
So yeah, if you just got a piano recently, yep. What what other instruments were used in the making of this music? So I just got that tiny piano. Uh, it's an upright piano. I forget it's a, some W brand. I don't know what it is. And then I picked up a drum kit off Craigslist for like twenty five bucks when I move up to Statsburg. And then I happened to find a little Marshall practice amp that I use in a couple of the songs. And then for the rest of the stuff, I got a Mesa Boogie that I play through um, a Sun 215. And then I have an Epiphone Les Paul that I've had forever that uh, I bought at Cambridge Music in Boston or Cambridge, Massachusetts. And I have my Fender P bass. And uh, I've changed the pickups and the neck on it. And the thing is just like butter, dude. And those are the instruments. No pedals. I just, other than tuning pedals, but uh, I just go straight from the amps. I don't want any of that uh, in between stuff. <laughs> so that's Marshall sound and Mesa sound. All right. Yeah. So another thing I'm always interested in now, too, is how did the week kind of organize itself in terms of, you know, when were you able to find time? When did you write slash record? Like, how did it all work? I had woken up on Saturday. I had worked two weeks straight, like through the weekend. And I had woken up on Saturday and my boss called me and was like, hey, uh, can you meet me and can we do this and we'll get this done and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, actually, man, 
pretty fried. Is it cool if I uh, take the weekend and see you Monday, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed? And he was like, oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Do what you got to do. And I was like, cool. And hung up the phone <laughs> and was like, I got two days off in a row, motherfucker. And wrote that song immediately. <laughs> that was a Saturday morning. I love that song because um, what I usually do is I take all the songs and I put them into one big track and then I just listen to that you know, on, on headphones while like walking around and stuff. So I wasn't fully aware if that song, the two days off in a row song, was its own song or if it was like a little intro to another song. And I was really pleasantly surprised to find that it was its own like 21 second song. Yeah, bud. With the little Shaw's brother intro, it's like super kung fu. Love that. It's fantastic because it, it it really communicates so much of the sort of slap happy and like legitimately excited feelings behind that that situation of having two days off in a row when you've been working so much. Dude, I couldn't believe it. Like spastic short, you know, moment where you're just like, ah, you know. Yeah, man, that was pure just like relief. That was all I could do with that. I wasn't going to add anything to it because it wouldn't have been real. (laughs) You know, I would have been making it up. That's that's great. I I would not want you to do that. So (laughs) So, (laughs) after that, I I recorded that fairly quickly and then turned around and was like, I didn't know what I was going to do next, but I knew I wanted the next song to kind of like kick the doors down after that. And, um, I just kind of went off from what beat I would expect to hear after that song. And I recorded an idea and kind of sat with it for a second and then turned around and, and lyrics are just about me and the job I've been doing that I'm, I'm still doing. I've been doing it since middle of March and I've been working in one of these barns on our property and it's called the piggery. And uh, because of social distancing, I've had to do it all by myself. And it's this huge barn that I've had to empty with, like, pallets full of tiles, the cupola of an old barn, uh. Uh, an old weightlifting set, 200-year-old, <laughs> 200, like, 35-foot, six-by-six planks. And for a little while there, it literally was a nightmare. <laughs> and I, it was like, I had nothing else to sing about because that's what my life was. And once again, I'm not going to make it up. So that's what you got. And uh, so that song was about the piggery. And I did that all that day and was kind of like, all right, that's a good little start. I'm not going to force anything. And I let it sit there and I listened over the week. And then um, somewhere between Saturday and Saturday, uh, I was on the phone with my girlfriend and um, I was talking to her and I just sing goofy songs all day and that's what uh my maganda is that little like okay. reggae interlude thing uh-huh um because i just sing her songs and i'm like hey, hang on hang on let me call you back and then i record it and send it to her and she's like wow that's so good and i'm like thanks <laughs> <laughs> so you're my biggest fan i appreciate that and um, uh, sorry I, my, I had a question about that song too was the um the beanie 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 part was is that a musical sound put into words or is it about the like the hat of beanie no that's so no magunda it's it's tagalog she's filipina so that's 
her language. So Maganda means beautiful and Beanie Beanie means lady. Okay. Wow. So the song is completely about her. So it's my beautiful lady, but I just have fun. I just have fun with the, the song. So Beanie 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 is just fun to do. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> so I, um, that was for her. That was some time in between Saturday and Saturday. And then I worked all freaking week. And I got the piano in between as well. And Friday night I got home and that day I had fallen off of a quad. Like I totally rolled a quad over and had like a... You're talking about a four-wheeler or... Yeah, yeah, an, an yeah, ATV. Okay. And I had fallen off and kind of had like a a holy shit moment. And was like, man, you survived that. You only have minor cuts and bruises. And I got home and wrote that song. Um is that the, the dude is here song? Yeah, because some, some guy had shown up and I had to go let him in. <laughs> so I took the quad across the property. It was like whipping this quad around. And then uh, I looked at the dude and was like talking to him about, because he was dropping off a 30-odd dumpster because we're demoing a bunch of stuff in this building and fixing a bunch of stuff. So we need to get rid of all the old whatever nonsense. And um, I walked up and was like, hey, man, because he's got his diesel truck on. I got the quad on. So I'm screaming to him. I'm like, you good? This is all right. And he's like, no, no, it's good, man. You're all set. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I backed the quad up. And not even 50 yards away, I dumped the quad in front of the dude. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God. Are you all right, dude? And I just give him thumbs up. And I see blood dripping down my hand. I'm like, oh, my God. I fucked my shit up, dude. And took off and. I had concluded that none of the injuries were serious, and uh, I mean, that's just material. I'm going to write about that. That was a moment <laughs> in my life that was significant. Those machines aren't to be fucked with, and uh, no. I, got, I got away with it, man. That's great. God <laughs> still runs. Every, everyone's fine. I, my, my thumbs were bleeding, and, fine, and uh, my knee was pretty banged up, and it's back to normal, so whew. Yeah, uh, you, but you got some great lyrics in there, like the uh, um, one of the ones I love. Of course, like uh, when you say "I look up and I say thumbs up," I think that's pretty awesome. But then <laughs> also, uh, the I forget the line that comes before it, but the um, it just it just like the kind of it pauses. You pause and you say like "gravity works." Yeah, like when talking about the yeah. accident. I just oh yeah, like violently thrown good, to like, the ground. Gravity works. I got chucked, dude. And that's that's the one that was uh, inspired, or that was the one where the piano kind of really came into play, right? Yep. I had gotten it like a day or two before. Started messing with it immediately. I mean, as you do with pianos, right? I mean, right. I mean, what else are they for? We couldn't carry it up the stairs because it's like me and my boss, and she couldn't pull it off. So uh, it's just literally uh, when you open my door, right there. So I play it just a quick second every time I come and go. It's awesome. Actually, I would rather have it upstairs, but it's a perfect place for just coming up with something quick. And it's sort of like it gets the uh, the habit in there. Just like uh, yeah, you kind of have to like play the right tune to get by. It's like uh, Willy Wonka or something. You, know, you got to know the code to get by. Imagine if you were really OCD, but also really terrible at piano, and every time you like you had to run to work. You had to play some some song perfectly, you know, like not miss the note. Yeah, and I just kept screwing it up, and they're like, "Steve, where are 
are you? And I'm like, hang on. Get it right. Right, yeah. So let's talk about the last track then, too. The last one's Slurkin' the Durkin'. <laughs> that's literal gibberish. That's not a language. Um, my buddy Scott was trying to say something, and that's all he told us. And he didn't try to correct himself, and we just had to try and figure it out what he meant. And it was hilarious. We laughed, and we laughed, and we laughed. So then we're all laughing, and my friend's like, yo, that's the next song. Uh, name to one of your songs i was like fuck dude challenge accepted <laughs> and uh seeing as my life is pretty much work eat and sleep the slurk and the durkins about playing playstation with my friends and all those lyrics are pretty much inside jokes so just like things that only they would know the beauty of we're quarantined and i don't actually get to see anybody anyways but i get to see these kids anytime i want without ever leaving my house. And um, it's actually amazing. It's almost therapy. You just get to talk with your friends and bullshit. And so those are all inside jokes. Those things have happened. The line or the chorus of who invented the internet, uh, whoever it is, is going on my list. <laughs> is, that, is that like a good list or a bad list? No, it's a good, <laughs> you're a good person. Thank you for making it easy for me to talk with my friends. But actually, my buddy Griffin invented uh, the saying, I invented the internet. So it's kind of been in my uh, uh, Rolodex for a long time. And it's funny. <laughs> so it's going in a song. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> that whole kind of last song is is sort of like a, an ode to friends in a certain way then. Totally. 100%. That's awesome. The lyrics in that one are kind of hard to hear, in my in my opinion. That was the late night. I'm pretty drunk. I'm gonna bust this idea out real quick. Um, uh, it's a great time to to make music, though. Yeah, I had a blast. Well, how how do you feel about the record? Looking back on it now, if you've had any time to reflect, I like it a lot. I enjoyed the. Uh, I just call it a game. I I had a great time playing along with the game. And um, I'm going to write dorky songs no matter what. And to have there be like slightly a purpose behind it, other than my own like outlet of creativity was enjoyable. And um, I think I could, you know, like I said before, mess with some, tweak some of my, um, my songs a little bit, but for the most part, those are them. And I'm happy with them. I like them a lot. I also like them. Oh, <laughs> like cool. I'm glad you like them. Well, I feel like we've come to the end of the uh, the questions and and the general talking of of uh, on the the record, but uh, very good. I don't know. Uh, oh, fuck! I keep for, I keep almost forgetting um, every time I do this, and then I did once, and then I that was a bummer. But um, so, how do people find your stuff? Like whatever projects you're involved with. How do people find more chill outside society or? I have a band camp and it's chill outside society, but I haven't put anything new up there in a long time. So I got to get on that, but there are a couple good ones on there. There's like three or four songs that you can check out. Otherwise they don't find my music. <laughs> they don't, <laughs> they can't find it. Um, no, uh, no Instagram, no, no, uh, no Instagram. 
I haven't, I've never had a Facebook. I had an Instagram. I haven't been on it since October. I got a new phone. It was like, log back in. I was like, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good with that, actually. But I'll do a better job of um, posting the music. Okay, good. Whoever listens to this and they uh, like what you're doing, I'd like them to be able to hear some more and uh, somehow letting you know that they enjoyed it. I'm going to get better at Bandcamp, dude. I promise. So that's pretty much it. Unless you want to like email me and I'll send you songs directly. It could be like a <laughs> mailing list. But yeah, Bandcamp, Chill Outside Society. And uh, right now there's a song about my shitty drum kit that cost me 25 bucks. And uh, there's a birthday song for Kevin McNulty. And there's a birthday song for Mike Forey. And then there's a song about... Um, a segment from Monday Night Raw in 1999 that I was listening to a podcast that talks about old wrestling. <laughs> so if that's the kind of stuff you're into, birthday songs, wrestling songs, and uh, shitty drum kit songs, those are up there already. So check it out. <laughs> uh, it's been a great time talking to you, man. This is great. Yeah, um, same. Same. Thanks for having me on. I really enjoyed it. I hope that uh, you get a couple more days off at some point. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm pretty good now at asking for him. <laughs> After that first time, I was like, oh, I can just say I'm tired and I need a second to recoup. It works. Okay, cool. I'm going to do that. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, but be well out there. Yeah, man, you too. And uh, keep making music. Looking forward to hearing more of it. Good times, my good man. Thanks for listening to another episode of Weekly EP. Once again, my name is Cody Swanson. Please check out chilloutsidesociety.bandcamp.com. As of recording this, Steve has just released three brand new songs in addition to the birthday wrestling and drum songs. Go listen to them. If you haven't already, please subscribe and rate our podcast and follow us on Instagram. You can find all the episodes and more on our website, www.weeklyep.com. And if you or someone that you know would like to do your own weekly EP, please get in touch. We would love to hear from you.